Welcome to Get Off the Mic, a hockey podcast by hockey nerds for hockey nerds. Brought to you by the writers from GetOffTheIce.com. All right, and let's get to the division that I've been saving. Who would like to start? Clearly not me, because I'm going to say something stupid. All right, let's start with I'll Paul. take... Oh. <laughs> Paul, who no, makes this it? Is, this is probably the most intriguing one, just because the middle pack i guess is so close yeah like i don't think ottawa's gonna make it as much as they've gotten better they have improved a lot i still think they're a couple years away that and all for mvp yeah and like matt murray could bounce back i just don't think it's this year like toronto should win the division but it's toronto i was gonna say they could also like just (laughs) miss it (laughs) But I'll say Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary. I'm going to say Montreal. All right. What the hell? Steven? I, yeah, I don't. Mm, I think I, I think there are three that are a lock. And then I, I think there's one of the remaining four teams that will make it. I think Toronto, Vancouver, and Edmonton are going to make it. Okay, thank I you. don't, I don't know if Calgary, Montreal, Ottawa, or, or Winnipeg between them, who's going to make it. Um, well, you got to decide right now. <laughs> I know, I know. I I'm going to say Winnipeg. I'm going to say Winnipeg. Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg. Interesting. I Interesting. think Calgary is very close, but I don't think they make it. Winnipeg has like Vesna goalie too. Like, yeah, that's so hard to bet against. Right, and uh, for me, uh, the defense is better this year. For me, it's pretty easy actually. I got Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, and Winnipeg. Mm. And uh, I don't know if this is a hot take, but Montreal might come last. Yeah, I I agree. That is a hot take. Okay, Paul, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. All right, I already did this to Steve. His mind was blown in a relative sense to how important the news is. because I have no Montreal. idea what this is about. Montreal reminds me of one team in the Western Conference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Steve Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> this team has arguably the best goalie in the conference. Okay. But that goalie hasn't played that well recently because the team hasn't performed well. They have a couple tantalizing forward prospects but none of them are really like high-end special players. They're more like really good top six type guys. They have a pretty solid defense core and a couple uh, strong-willed, great captaining veterans. I am talking about the Anaheim Mighty or the Anaheim Ducks. Now, Paul, is there any uh, like how do would you have ever picked Anaheim to make the playoffs? This year. Then the logic goes that I will not choose Montreal to make the playoffs. But it's really, I mean, it is is kind of uncanny. I think Montreal is, I think Montreal is much better than Anaheim. But like on what fronts? Goaltending. Are you sure Price is better than Gibson? Because I'm not. I'm going to say yes. 
but it it very much hinges on how is he going to perform this year with rest having Jake Allen. Yeah. But, but that is, you know, Gibson is an outstanding goalie. But I think also their defense is better. I think their forwards are better too. You're right. There's no, like, superstar. But they, I like just the balance they have. I'm not convinced. I think Montreal comes last in the division. Wasn't Kotkin Yemi sent down last year or the year before? Yeah. yeah, yeah, last year. Last year, like he's not a full-time NHLer. I think and he is this year, but he's. He really I think he is out be. of necessity. Yeah, exactly. He has to be just because. And see, like with Montreal, they played probably their best or the best their team could have played during the bubble, and kudos to them because they outplayed Pittsburgh and they. Honestly, they outplayed Philly too. They just don't have enough. They didn't have enough talent to get to get by them. But that was the best they had to play. And the only actual improvement I can see on their team is Tyler Tripoli. Tyler Tripoli is an unquestionably great pickup. That was just good. But even him making them like demonstrably demonstrably better because they didn't have to give up anything for him. He's still like he's only hit thirty goals once. Like, he isn't, like, the big, the huge scorer that kind of we think of Tyler Toffoli. He's a solid 20-goal guy. That's great for the middle six, but they haven't really solved their issue of finding someone who can put the puck in the net. Actually, they did. They had a guy who put up 75 points two years ago, um, and they traded him for a guy with one goal and an injury problem. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think they suck. I don't know. I'll take I'll take the hot take and the repercussions. I don't think Montreal is better than Winnipeg or Vancouver. Just so we're clear, he says with neither Winnipeg or Vancouver in the playoffs. That, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Like I, I, I understand why Montreal's neither of you picked a... Vancouver. Uh, they lost Markstrom. Yeah, but they have yeah, Hopi. But Hopi, I, he hasn't been great. Ha- as great, but Hopi's been under nine hundred the past couple of years. Yeah, we'll see. Like and Vancouver's they, a good team, but I think they're they lost too much this offseason with their core being a little too young still, if that makes sense. Like okay. next year, they'll probably be back to where they were last season. But this year I think it's just like a weird timing. Yeah. Like But I again I think Vancouver and especially Winnipeg, I think they're better teams than Montreal. Like reasonably re- oh my god, realistically one of those teams should beat Montreal in and they probably will, but I'll, I'll just, that's my like one surprise, I guess I'll go with. Well, there you have it go guys. Those, those are our playoff picks teams that we all had in the playoffs include Toronto, Edmonton, Tampa, Carolina. Oh, Steve didn't pick Florida or I mean, uh, Columbus. Rude. Nope. Boston and Philly. It would have been, Oh, it wouldn't have been Pittsburgh. Hey, Paul's girlfriend. I'm the only one that picked Pittsburgh to be in the playoffs. Remember that. <laughs> um, and then Colorado, St. Louis, and Vegas. So hopefully all of them make it so that we don't look collectively stupid. Um, but either way, I also don't think we really care. So let's move on to the first segment of the 2021 season, folks. Who says, Who says, no? says no? Get that garbage out of here. <laughs> I got you. 
<laughs> I suck. Woo! So just to jog people's memory, who says no is when I take or I head on to Cat Friendly, I go to their interactive page, go to trade proposals, and just randomly click on ones that I think might be funny. So these are just random people making nonsensical trade propositions. Now, before I actually get into the trade proposals, we should talk about uh, two people who uh, dominate uh, this page right now, and that's Patrick Line and Pierre-Luc Dubois. Patrick Line because it's long been rumored that he's been on the trade block and that he doesn't want to be in Winnipeg or whatever and all that. And Dubois, because it's basically been confirmed that he asked for a trade. Nobody's really, like, declined that from either side. Well, they were like, did you ask for a trade? And they're like, well, I'm not saying no. That's basically what it says. Yeah. So a lot of them are about these two guys. So before we get into it, Paul, yes. like, what do you what do you think about? Let's start with Dubois because that's I think the far more interesting one. I don't blame him, and here's my reasoning for that. I don't think Columbus is a bad team because they always kind of they're not the most skilled especially after losing Panarin and like Bobrovsky, like they still performed well. The thing with Columbus is a, it's not a big stage. And I think a lot of guys don't want to play there because they want to live that kind of lifestyle. And that's why we saw Panarin leave. Um, and I guess that was one of the kind of reasonings. I think Dubois said he wanted to leave. He wants to be on a bigger stage. And the other thing is, Torts like Mm -hmm. I think Torts is a great coach he gets the best out of the players he has so for Anthony Duclair okay yeah except for that but he's also like hockey (laughs) yeah you nobody likes the guy he's kind of like Babcock you might not like him he's a dick but he gets the best out of the team he has and that might have worked for a lot of like veterans because even with Babcock a lot of the guys in Detroit said listen I hated his guts but we won and now a lot of the younger guys I don't think they have that same mentality I don't know if it's an arrogance thing I don't want to put that on anybody but I feel like younger guys are going to come up and they'll be like I don't want to play for torts I want to be in a bigger market get me out and I think that's kind of what's happening with Dubois here. Well, I think the best part of this whole Dubois kind of trade ask was when it kind of came out and people started asking about it. The first thing Columbus and Dubois said was like, it's not about torts. It's not about torts. It's not about torts, but it takes a certain type of player to play for torts. Yeah. Well, and I'm also, not saying like, you're wrong. In the playoffs, didn't they like get into a heated argument on the bench during yeah. a game? Yeah, Did but we'll... I also wouldn't attribute that to anything. Like, no, I don't think it's the major issue no. here. I think it's just a lot of the little things that kind of add up. And you know what? It's going to be interesting to see Domi as well because he's mm-hmm. another guy like that. He didn't like it in Arizona. He didn't play well, and he's been on record of saying like, "I like the spotlight. I want to be in a big market." So Montreal is perfect for him, and look, he did well. Now he's in Columbus, which is again not a big market. So I still don't get don't that know. trade. I don't either. But but no, Montreal is going to make the playoffs. 
Um, <laughs> Shut it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, here's a, an, an intriguing question. Is Dubois the second best player from the Matthews draft? Ooh. This is with direct reference to the other guy who's apparently potentially has <laughs> been trade or might be on the block, uh, Patrick Liner. Who else was in that draft year? Yes, he pulled RV. <laughs> well, oh. yeah. But uh, like, um, let me pull it up real quick while you guys. No, I, I just, brought, I, I just yeah, brought it up. I, I think as of right now, I don't even know about right now. I would probably take um, Dubois over Line. Line is like a generation. We know he's a generational um, elite scorer, but I just love the way Dubois plays. I think I hate I think, him. Like I hate playing against him, but yeah. I think Dubois would be second or third. I don't think Patrick Line makes the top four, though. I might even take a chuck over Line. Kachuk is the top five, then. Kachuk Charlie is McAvoy. For me, Kachuk is second, without a doubt. To be quite honest, I think. I think maybe Dubois, Dubois is top three still being center, but. But Kachuk yeah. is great, but I think I think even Charlie McAvoy has a legitimate argument at being better than Patrick Laine. Yeah. If- Either way, it's definitely interesting. And let's talk about Patrick Laine because he's been on uh, the trade block for a while. So many teams have apparently like submitted trade offers for him. Most notably, like Philly and Carolina, I think, were the two mm-hmm. most fer- fervorous um, yeah. in their pursuit of him. But apparently, the asking price is like through the roof. Yeah, I, to be honest, I, I just wouldn't trade line A. No, and like we talk about how he might not be like a top three in that draft. He's still an unreal player. You still want that guy on your team. Yeah, like I'm sorry. I'm, he's, he has like 50 goal potential. He's going to hit 50 goals multiple times in his career. Absolutely. But will he do anything else? No. Ask Ovi. <laughs> In Obi's defense, he did start out that way, but then he did get like a more complete game. And it's no, only when he got the more complete game that they won the cup. Yeah. Yeah. So Lani will have to do the same. He'll have to work on stuff. No, I know, but that's always the case, right? Like you gotta you expect that from all players. Yeah. Even like even just Matthews, like guy was garbage exactly. defensively until he just wasn't. And then he was unbelievable defensively, right? Like everyone still has to go. And now he's gonna kill it. penalties. Honestly. Yeah. I would trade Patrick Line if you can get a stud defenseman. Well, that's what the asking price is, right? Like they're looking for uh, like a number one D and like a high yeah. pick or player. So I think they were asking for Pesci and Natchez, I think, from Carolina. And Carolina's like absolutely not. Honestly, and I, I think Philly think... they wanted Provorov and someone. I don't think Pesci Pesci's worth that. Well, Nikas Nik. Martin Nikash is the main part of that deal. He's probably going to be borderline top center in, or top line center in the league. Oh, wait, no. What, it might not have been Pesci. It might have been Slavin. I think it was Slavin because honestly, I think it was a better one. at that point, is, you do uh, probably yeah, say no. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Slavin because Slavin's really good. Pesci kind of projected to be and then never really did. Anyways. Yeah. Like, I, if I'm Winnipeg, I take that deal. But if I'm Carolina, I don't. Yeah, I think Carolina was told Winnipeg, no, not a chance. Well, since we've teed it up enough, I guess let's uh, let's look at some of these uh, some of these trades, eh? 
<laughs> Yay. Woo-hoo. Love that excitement from you guys. Yay. Sorry, that was too enthusiastic. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll dial it back going forward. Thank you. All right. Paul said he enjoyed this, but he didn't realize we weren't recording. So take his word for it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. This first one, it's titled Kane's Line, created by The Undertaker. Undertaker, what are you doing? <laughs> he's, he's busy making, making trade proposals. So going hey, to he's Carolina. He's retired. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Going to Carolina is Patrick Line. Going to Winnipeg, you got former New York Rangers defenseman Brady Shea, Martin Nikash, and a 2021 first round pick. Steve, thoughts? Skate. I can't pronounce his last name. Shea. Brady's Shea. Brady Shea yeah. is not the defenseman that they're looking for, but honestly, it's not that bad considering their defense. If I'm Carolina, I say no because of the first round pick. Paul? I think if the asking price is Slavin, you obviously do not want to give him up. So the only other option then if you really want Line is you probably have to spend a little more in assets, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing here. But you still get to keep Slavin. So honestly, I'm with you. I don't hate that for either side. Yeah, this is one where I don't know if either says no. I think that's a pretty good trade. I like Brady Shea. Like, he's no Slavin or Dougie Hamilton, but I do like him. I think he's a good defenseman. Well, he'd step in as their second-best defenseman behind Morrissey. Yeah. Right away. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have Pionk DeMello on your second. And that's actually not that terrible. That's really good. That's not bad. And then one of Bolyu, Forbert, Spiza, and Poolman. As your uh, or that other guy, that young third. Yeah, I was gonna name? say probably Han- Hanola would step in there. Yeah, really? Hanola. All right, all right. Well, that was a surprisingly calm and reasonable start. Dude, all right, we want chaos. Yeah. <laughs> well, this next one is titled Dubois Blockbuster, created by Canuck Fifty Four, going to uh, Columbus. Josh Manson, twenty twenty one first, twenty twenty one second. Uh, 2022 first, so that's two first-round picks and a second-round pick. Going to Anaheim, David Savard and Pierre-Luc Dubois. Mm. Actually, Savard's 50% retained, Dubois 25%. I also don't hate it. It's just, they don't need defense. Well, like, Even if you're losing Savard. Yeah, I think that's more just cap-related. Cap because Anaheim's going to be getting uh, an extra $2 million out of it, or they're going to be getting an extra $2 million, but they're ultimately absorbing three point seven from Dubois' contract, so they're losing about $1.7. Uh, so I think that helps them cap stuff. But honestly, it's not terrible, especially because Anaheim might be bad. Those first-round yeah. picks could be you know what i just convinced myself that anaheim says no yeah i don't i don't yeah. see why anaheim would they're not in a position to give up that many first round picks like no, I, i'm not a huge fan of that deal like i i don't think it makes sense for columbus just just on the defense side really because yeah josh manson would be a stud but he's not even going to be on your top pairing like that's still going to be Rorensky jones yeah but he would What's... be replacing david savard right yeah, but what's what did Dubois sign for? What's his uh, deal again? Five million, two uh, years. Yeah. Yep. Two years, still RFA though, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe if he signed a long term, it would make more sense for Anaheim, but why renegotiate? Like, I don't know if Anaheim really has the leverage to convince him to stay. I don't know. I don't I don't hate that one. I think Anaheim says no, but I think it's somewhat close. I think the deal's close. It's just like the scenario doesn't make sense for Anaheim, I don't think. No. So is everyone saying Anaheim says no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All righty, here we go. This one's called PDL to the Rangers by oh, Buka Boom. <laughs> That's a sick name. Yeah, one of the one of the better NHL names in history, up right up there with Cal Clutterbuck. All right, we got Pierre Luc Dubois going to the Rangers in exchange for Pavel Buchnevich, prospect or young person, I guess Philip Chittle, uh, pretty good prospect Nils Lundqvist. And a 2023 first-round pick. So that's three drafts from now. I think New York says no because, yeah. That great reasoning. Well, they have Zibanejad as their top-line center. Like, he's still I, pretty young. I don't – like, I think Dubois is going to be better than Zibanejad, but – I think Columbus I, says no. Yeah. I just don't think it's worth it on either side. I don't. I think that's more of just a quantity over quality deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could trade Matthews for like fifteen players, but why would you? Exactly. Like, if all fifteen of those players aren't going to make your lineup. Like, if I'm, if I'm Columbus and New York comes to me saying they want Dubois, I'm starting with like Kako Kako and Fox or something, or and or. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Cool. Boom, boom, Get that garbage out of here. All right. Moving on. Solving Pierre-Luc Dubois and Line A, created by Zero Paganheart. I'm glad none of these names have been like so bad that I couldn't say them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, going to Winnipeg, you got Pierre-Luc Dubois, Vladislav Gavrikov, and some guy named Kevin Stenland. I think that's just like an AHL guy. Um, in Stenland? Stenland. In return, you got Jack Roslevic and Patrick Laine. You I... have to take the players' feelings out of this because like Dubois doesn't want to go to Winnipeg, but he yeah, doesn't yeah, have a say. Yeah, he also yeah, he doesn't get a choice. So yeah, can just... you say can you say it one more time on the Columbus end, like I'll giving just, up? I'll say the whole thing. It's Dubois and Gavrikov, and then that guy Stenland or Dubois Gavrikov get Gavrikov and an AHLer for Roslovic and Line, who it's worth noting Jack Roslovic did officially ask for a trade out of Winnipeg. He doesn't have a contract, yeah. He's a former first yeah, round pick too. That's not awful. I think Winnipeg says no. Okay. I don't think Gavrikov is enough on that like the side. Offset for Roslovic. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, know how good he is. He's he was bottom pair in Columbus, but uh, for Winnipeg, he would step in. I don't, think, I don't think he's that bad. You know what? That's my seal of approval. Way to go, zero Pagan Hart. I think that trade goes through. Yeah, it's close. I think Columbus would have to add like a tad, but so you're yeah. saying like Winnipeg maybe like a third or second? Yeah. Steve? Just because individually, I think you can get more if you break up the package. Like, would you 
Okay, what about like if they just did a one for one swap? Would someone say no? Uh, I think Columbus would. Yeah, because they're they're getting a less complete player for arguably somebody that's better. Oh, and a center, right? Center's yeah. not center's important. Yeah. Oh, so that, okay, maybe maybe it goes I th- through. I think with Line A, our perceptions are altered just because he was the second overall pick and there was that whole argument which was nonsensical, like, oh, who's going first? Line A or Matthews? It was Matthews. Oh my god, I remember that. All right. Um <laughs> holy okay so uh you guys say winnipeg says no i say it goes through like winnipeg also doesn't need another center um judging by the team i cheer for never hurts to have two first line centers we yeah, are shifley there we are probably plays right wing more but he's also listed as a center yeah but he's, yeah, I think he's, he's, right a, he's a right wing like okay. Stastny is their second line center right now, and he's not going to last. No, he, too this much is his last think, year. Right? I, I imagine this is his last year. Honestly, in the grand scheme of things, I think Line A stays for at least one more year. Yeah, I don't think either of them get traded this year. But that's you wouldn't not get as much for them. About. You wouldn't get as much for them this year as you would next year. All right, gentlemen, the three-way Pierre Luc Dubois Line A trade, and I Boy. think you get really quick. Who do you think the third team is? Uh, really quick. Uh, I'm just going to say know. Florida. All right, Paul, that was a terrible guess. This was created by Spanky227. Not a bad name. All right. Columbus trades Pierre-Luc Dubois. They get Roslevic, Line A, and a New York Rangers second round pick. Okay. So they get Line A, Roslevic, and a second. Okay. The Rangers get Dubois. They trade Ryan Strom, Brett Howden, Libor Hayek, who's a defensive prospect, Nils Lungfist, a first-round pick in this year's draft, and a second-round pick. Winnipeg gets Reinstrom, Brett Howden, Hayek, Lungfist, and the first-round pick, and they're trading Line A and Rosovic. Where does the second-round pick go? Uh, the second-round pick went to Columbus. Okay. I don't hate that. I don't either. I don't like it. I think it's <laughs> a little... Who? complicated but i don't hate it i i think it's the same like new york's just giving up quantity well i don't think strom's a good like he had a good season but i don't think he's gonna really repeat it he might brett howden i think the prospects are more the the deal in that yeah but if i'm winnipeg like i don't really want futures like you're trying to i think you do i think you want more solid solidified guy because you're like you're trying to compete now yeah i I just don't i just don't like the new york uh collection there yeah that's not a that's not a trade proposal that makes them better now yeah i think for that reason i will agree with you and say winnipeg says no but an actual like what the pieces add up to i think it's not bad because nils lungfist is apparently one of the best prospects in the league really yeah i don't know why so, i've like never really heard of him but maybe you just heard so i think and just assumed hank. <laughs> hank is the best prospect in the league i mean it's a long yeah, fist think, on again, the Rangers, if, you're, yeah. if you're in new york i think if you're even trying to acquire either player like you're gonna have to give up kako or fox like i just don't see why the other team wouldn't 
ask for that. Yeah. And at least get one. If I think a way that this, this deal would go through is uh, you switch up New York steel to be like Fox, um, a first and a second. They still have. Yeah. And even though like that's kind of going against what I just said about, they don't really want futures. Those are futures you take. Cause Fox is somebody it's, he's more of a, he's a bit of a future, but he also is playing in the NHL now. Like he is. Exactly. So he'll slot in there really nicely. And like, already. he'll, he'll be on their sec or, or second or first pair and, but he'll get better too. Yeah. All right, cool. We agree. Spanky, get that garbage out of here. All right. PDL trade by Keith to mm-hmm. Ottawa. Pierre Luc to obviously is that- it wasn't actually written by Keith, but oh. it is. Uh, like, is that what he's doing right now and not joining us? <laughs> nah, but it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Pierre Luc Dubois and David Savard at fifty percent retained uh, to Ottawa for Colin White, Alex Formanton, former first round pick Lassie Thompson, and a third rounder. Can you repeat that? Dubois and Savard go to Ottawa. To Columbus, you get Colin White, Alex Formanton, Lassie Thompson, and a third round pick. I think Columbus says no. Yeah, I think it's for me. It's an easy Columbus says no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of those are going to add up to something that'll tickle Columbus's interest. I like Colin White, but I don't think he's... Not pure Luke Dubois. <laughs> no. And, like, Formington's a good player, but, like, he might not even make the team again. They're saying he probably won't, which is kind of concerning. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. That was good. Uh, we got two more here. Oh, I saved... Two really dumb ones for last, guys. So don't worry. This one is called Chicago Rebuild. Out of okay. Chicago, you get Patrick Kane. Coming into Chicago from the New Jersey Devils, you get Pavel Zaka, Jesper Bockfist, Kevin Ball, a second and a third. Now, can we all take a moment here to just absolutely destroy Skytown? created this trade what's wrong with you boy what if he's a listener well we have now we have three listeners <laughs> goodness gracious this is a terrible trade what's wrong with you he wants to unite the bockfist brothers get all the bockfists all together well and they're not trading yeah. trading kane new jersey's not going to take on that contract i think they would that's not I the know. issue i think they me. can't i think they're one of the only teams that might be able to do it do they have cap space? Of course, they I'm do. pretty they sure suck. they have a lot of cap space, and owners are willing to spend. Okay, which is weird. Second, Jersey, Chicago but... doesn't do that trade. Yeah, too bad. No. There's literally nothing that they want. Really? Oh wow, they have 12 million in cap space. Yeah, yeah, that's a terrible offer. Sky down, get that garbage out of here. That was god awful. Holy, I'm upset. All right. Oh, they have so many RFAs on their lineup right now. All right, guys, let's end it off with a three-way trade. You ready for this? Oh, goodness. It's fun. Between <laughs> Mac, Paul, and Steve. Created by... <laughs> created by Nighthawk. Can I, can I trade you guys Aaron for Keith? <laughs> no. You really... You want Aaron. No. You want Wait, Aaron. You, yeah. No, I was saying Toronto will give you Aaron, and Ottawa gives Toronto Keith. No. Oh, I see. Okay. 
Leaving joke. Columbus is Pierre-Luc Dubois. Coming into Columbus Love you, Aaron. is Zach McEwen and Jack Hughes. Leaving New Jersey, Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt. Coming into New Jersey is Jake Vertanen and Brock Besser. Ooh. Leaving Vancouver is Brock Besser, Vertanen, and Zach McEwen. Coming in is Jesper Bratt and Pierre-Luc Dubois. That is interesting. That is a trade. You know what? Nighthawk. Proud of you. Proud of you, Nighthawk. I'm still confused on who's going where, but really, really all it is is uh, Columbus gets Jack Hughes, New Jersey gets Besser and Vertanen, and Vancouver gets uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Best Friend Retain it. And then Vancouver gets Dubois and Jesper Bratt. I don't know if I, New yeah. Jersey does that. Wait, who are they getting again? Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Oh, Nighthawk. Wait, who did New Jersey get again? Besser, Besser and Vertanen for Jack Hughes and Bratt. Yeah, I don't think they, no. they don't do that. Mm. I don't think it's that bad. No, Jack Hughes had a bad first year, but he might – he had a really feel, bad yeah. first year. <laughs> but he he's might turn into something. Guy. I think he's going to be a good player. I think he's going to be a top-line center. Yeah. No, unfortunately, Nighthawk, uh, I think New Jersey says no to that. I mean, it was fun. You are the weakest fun. link. Goodbye. We, did, we tried. <laughs> but Nighthawk, get that garbage out of here. Goodness gracious. All right. So there you have it. That's who says no. New Jersey says no. On the, or, yeah, New Jersey says no on the last one. That's fun. And let's go to the staple of the podcast, the trivia. Now, I've stolen this trivia from uh, our good friends who don't know us over at Fuck Soup. <laughs> uh, they, they made this trivia. I obviously, I came up with different questions, but the whole premise is the same the trivia is called ethan more or less uh basically i'm gonna give you guys two statements that have numerical values um but you guys obviously won't know the numbers because you guys will have to tell me which one is the higher number now i've also created it so that it's a uh it's a shortened seasoned edition so they're all most of them are related to shortened seasons in the nhl so paul uh pick one or two Two. All right, Steve, you're starting. <laughs> you did the same thing to me last night. <laughs> that was a trick question. <laughs> Steven, which one is a higher numerical number? The amount of shots taken by David Clarkson in the shortened 2012-2013 season or the amount that Madagascar 3, Europe's most wanted, grossed domestically in 2013? In millions. So if they gross one million, their number would one be shot. one. Okay. Uh, domestic. Wait, domestically? Domestically. So only within the U.S. Oh, Madagascar. Madagascar is the answer? Or is your answer? Sorry. Yeah. Paul, what would you have said? How did you find this question? <laughs> my, <laughs> my own brand. You just wait. Madagascar 3. What? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong with Madagascar Three? Europe's Most Wanted. You got an issue? Oh, more. I didn't even know it existed. Wow. I thought there was just one. Wow. 
All right. Well, you are right. Steve's up one nothing. Uh, David Clarkson had 180 shots with the New York with the New Jersey Devils in 2012-2013. That many? He was fourth in the league in shots. Holy crap! That's why he got such a big deal. And Madagascar three grossed 216 million dollars domestically in 2013. Thank you, Madagascar. All right, Paul. This question is to the nearest 100. Which one is bigger? The amount of goals scored in the 1920 NHL season, which is the most recent one, or tweets from President Donald Trump in the year 2019? Tweets from Donald Trump. The total goals. I want it to be true. I want it to be true. <laughs> I told you guys it was stupid. The total goals in the NHL last season was about 6,800. 6,800 goals. Donald Trump reportedly tweeted approximately 7,700 times in 2019. Oh my god. You guys are tied at one. Well done, guys. Well done. I don't like that. I don't All want right. to be right. Hey, Paul, you should have you picked one. Because on this third question, for you, Two's bigger Steve, than one. the amount of players ahead of Matt Sundin in the 1994-95 scoring race, or the amount of tracks on Green Day's 1994 album, Dookie. <laughs> so, which one's the bigger number? The amount of players that were ahead of Matt Sundin in the scoring race in the shortened 94-95 season, or the amount of tracks on Green Day's Dookie? I'm going with Dookie. Dookie has 14 tracks on the album. Matt Sundin was 22nd in the scoring race. Meaning really? 21 people were ahead of him. Steve misses out on the point. Yeah. Honestly, I would. I was gonna say Green Day too. Wow, you both have lost points here. I thought I. Well, it sounded like Sundin was better than that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a disappointed father. All right, Paul. Which one is bigger? The numbered installment of the Paranormal Activity movie that was released in 2014. So was it like the fourth installment, which would be oh goodness. The number four? Or the amount of what goals scored by Toronto Maple Leaf forward Joe Thornton in the 2013 playoffs? Oh. 2013 Jumbo Joe. I feel like he was still good. Wait, did you say 2013? It's the 2013 playoffs for Joe Thornton and the 2014 Paranormal Activity movie. Ooh, I'm going to go with Jumbo. I have faith. Please. Joe Thornton in the 2013 playoffs scored two goals. Oh, okay, so I'm wrong. <laughs> and the fifth <laughs> Paranormal Activity movie was released in 2014. So the score is still tied. The what? Sorry? What? The sixth? Fifth. Fifth. Oh, still. Yeah. Is yeah. Five right? movies? I, I think, think there's like seven more. now. But When was the first one? Mm, a while ago. Wow. It was before okay. 2014. There, is, there are six of them. Oh, thanks. All right, Steve, to take the lead, the amount of picks needed. Oh, gosh, this is a weird, worded weird. All right. <laughs> it's your own fault. Yeah. The amount of players picked before finding an NHL All Star in the 2012 NHL draft, or how many in millions it costed to have a 30 second Super Bowl ad in 2013. Oh boy. So if it costed $17 million, the number would be 17. If the player, or if like when you go down from number one all the way did down. I, did I do draft, this redraft? Maybe. I think it did. 
and it's. I don't even know who the number one pick was in 2012. It was Neil Yakupov, good sir. Yeah, was it okay? <laughs> that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Uh, I am gonna say the NHL one, not the Super Bowl one. In 2012, to have a 30 second Super Bowl ad, it costed companies four million dollars. Oh shit! In the in the 2012 draft, the highest picked player to make an all-star team is Philip Forsberg at number 11. So Steve takes the lead. I thought it was going to be like 20 million to make an ad. No, but it was only four for 30 seconds. I shouldn't say only. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of money. All right, Paul, this is to tie the game. The amount of players picked and kept by the Arizona Coyotes in the 2020 NHL draft, or the amount of times my co-host Paul has actually listened to a music recommendation of mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, definitely Arizona. Correct. You tie the game. I have it. They uh, picked four pe- or they picked five people, kept four. Screw you, Mitchell. Um, and I have I remember once you listening to a music recommendation of mine, <laughs> which was KT Elephant to be to be uh, to be honest. It's kind of crazy because as like a huge music fan, I'm always looking for new stuff to listen to. And I always ask for recommendations, but then never listen to them. No, you just ignore them. Gosh, you're so rude. I may have to come up with, hmm, okay. This may be rigged. So I'm just going to go by who I hear first. So this is the overtime. Oh, oh boy. When you guys can yell... Once I'm done the questions, okay? So, which one is bigger? The amount of playoff games Chicago lost en route to the 2013 Stanley Cup, the one where they, you know, ran through everyone, or the amount of words I've heard Steve egregiously mispronounce? (laughs) I'm going option two. I'm going option two, too. All right. (laughs) Steve has egregiously mispronounced in our short time living together thus far two words. He says oh. melee as opposed to melee, which is just wrong. And then in a discussion the other day, oh I genuinely gosh. thought he was talking about the coin penny, even though he was referring to the pasta penne. He says penny. But Chicago lost seven games en route to the 2013 Stanley Cup. So you both screw you and your slight accent. <laughs> and so you you both lost, which means I am the winner of the first round. Oh, okay. Well, well, I didn't. I no, honestly... no, you don't get a win. No winners. We tied. No, there's no such things as a tie. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, yeah. No. Screw it. You get. I. I won. I'm not going to come up with another question on the spot. <laughs> that is our podcast this week. Uh, we're really happy to be back. We're excited to actually start doing uh, episodes in the regular season. We've been going for almost a year now and have never had a regular season episode. So uh, next week will be the first. That'll be fun. Uh, do you guys have anything more you'd like to, to add? Um, it's been a while, but hygiene is still always important. Um, so please remember to just just keep washing Keith Sands. I feel like that has Can't to be the new staple of the podcast, right? It is. Yeah. We have to end it now. That's it. As opposed to what? Me continuing it? I was going to end it anyway. You end said you now. guys, so that implies that I have a say at saying I don't want to. So <laughs> shut up and end it.
All right. Thanks for listening, I think. And we'll see you guys next week. Be sure to check us out at getofftheice.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at getofftheice.